1: what is up waffle gang i do hope you are well my name is mark and today we're checking out some r entitled people because i thought why not i do love me a bit of entitled people it's very close to the nightmare neighbor stories and i just absolutely love it if you are new here please consider hitting that like that subscribe maybe that notification bell too and let's crack straight on with today's stories much love guys let's get involved And now this first story is from Yellow Toaster. Ex-family friend feels entitled to enter our home after dad dies and is met with a cold shoulder. Some of this story is from my mum, so a lot of details are missing. I originally posted this in r slash pro revenge, but was told it belonged here instead. Backstory, over 10 years ago, my parents went to go visit one of my dad's friends. Let's call him Jack because he was a jackass that lived one and a half hours away. They were having a baby, I don't know if the baby was born or if they were expecting, so my mum bought them baby clothes as a gift. When they arrived at my house, dad was let in and sat in the living room, but mum was told to leave. She was told, and I quote, get out of my house. I know dad's name, not you, so get out. My mum isn't the kind of person who engages in conflict, so she simply said, fine, I'll leave, but I'm going with my husband. Jack was furious because he wanted to talk to dad for some reason or the other. Shouting ensued, Mum's gift was thrown out in the rain, and eventually, Dad got in the car. Before they left, Mum picked the gift off the grass and later gave the clothes to charity because why let money go to waste? After that, my mother wanted nothing to do with them. Last year, Dad got a call from Jack. He answered the phone besides Mum, and Jack told him that if wife doesn't want to be civilised, then he can maintain his relationship with Dad instead. Safe to say, mum was insulted and furious. She blocked Jack's number on his phone and she told dad. He didn't argue against it or unblock his number. Main story. So a month ago, dad passed away. May he rest in peace. And a lot of people were showing up at our house to pay their condolences. Everyone who came wore masks the entire time and used hand sanitizer, etc. Amidst all the guests, Jack and his wife were let into the house. My uncle found out and warned mum. Mum eventually came across Jack and simply acknowledged him by greeting him. She did the same thing at the funeral. I don't know how he managed to come in person since it was mostly on Zoom and only close friends and family were physically there, but he did. All in the name of keeping peace for Dad. Today, Mum was doing my little sister's hair when she saw a car coming through the window. When the doorbell rang, I was about to answer the door, but Mum said not to. I questioned her on why and she just repeated what she said. At this point, I'm in between the living room and the front door, so they can see me standing with my head in the living room. They continue to ring the doorbell, so I go in the living room and sit beside my mum to ask for the story. Meanwhile, they continue to ring the doorbell, which escalated to them pounding on the door. They were obviously confused, since they all thought it was forgiven. They even had a few shopping bags of groceries with them as well. After some time, they left the bags at the door and went back to their car waiting to see if we would take their pity food, but when we didn't, they took back the groceries and drove home. Jack and his wife got the same amount of respect they gave my mother all those years ago, none. Mum said she wasn't willing to try and bring back a relationship that she had no interest in. Jack knew what he did and never once apologized, yet alone acknowledged his fault, but had the audacity to try and feel welcomed in our home. I sure hope that he felt shameful and embarrassed having to drag 100 quid worth of food Back on his hour and a half drive home. And we start straight away with a comment saying, The nothing P3 says, So what in Sam Hill started all this? To which OP replies, I actually just got some more info from my mum. I was under the impression that they met Jack at the mosque. We are Muslim, but my dad actually knew Jack since he was little. Jack grew up with my dad and basically followed him all through life, even lived with him. When my mum married my dad, he didn't like her from the get-go because he thought she wasn't right for him. He didn't move out of my dad's flat after they married and just stayed in the living room. Eventually, my dad left his home country to our current one and brought Jack over at some point to find his own way, later bringing my mum and older sister over too. Jack was given a lot of great opportunities through my dad's kindness and in the end lost the relationship by treating my mum like trash. And Falcon3268 says, makes you wonder what the man and his family would have said or done if they were acknowledged. I mean, Jack didn't seem interested in talking with your mother, then out of the blue, he and his wife showed up unannounced. Then Sophie Seadog says, It makes absolutely no sense to me how a person could welcome a friend into their home and then reject, insult, and indeed humiliate that person's spouse, your mum. It is positively irrational behaviour. I'd be inclined to think that Mr. Jackass had some, shall we say, cognitive difficulties. I'm so very sorry for your loss, OP, and your mum? She is awesome. Lucky you. And Ananerd13 says, What the hell were they expecting? Ridiculous. To which Babsibu says, Great how your mum reacted, and great your dad went along with it. How did he react though, when his wife was humiliated in front of his friend's house, and when he told your dad your mum wasn't being civil? I'm sorry for your loss, your family sounds great. And Op replies to this one saying, "I never actually asked for his reaction, but knowing him, he probably tried to calm them both before eventually giving up and following my mum out. My dad always tried peace before laziness. Lol." And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you think you would do in that situation, if you was mum? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story is from Leith Chin. I may have got that completely wrong. Had a bogey on my tail in the parking lot. DEPLOY flares. (laughs) so this happened about a day ago, honestly still getting a few random giggles thinking about it. This feels like a pretty good example of entitlement but I apologise if not. Anyways, I have a local grocery store near me with a decent sized lot. It doesn't usually end up full but I guess yesterday was crazy for reasons I've yet to care finding out. There was no space and drivers looking for spots that had even less patience. I got in well enough to the store to do my minor amount of shopping, exiting with a barely two bags full of snacks and sandwich makings. As I exited, a few of the hovering parking spot snipers were following people from doors to cars. A guy in a large hatchback tagged me and slowly followed me. Usually, I would dip between cars to the next aisle over, and they don't bother to follow because it gets a little creepy then. I don't like people willfully hovering behind me like that, even less so when in vehicles nope not this guy guns it around the aisle and back to me to follow my path i jump across again pretending i was an idiot who forgot where i parked guess what follows me again the next time i'm far more blatant about shaking him off and double back he promptly lowers his window and shouts at me just find your fucking vehicle so we can both be happy doesn't even give me a chance to reply before rolling his window up again I figured my bags aren't that heavy and the cold was enough so that my sandwich meat was fine if I took a bit. So I began wandering aimlessly, letting the guy think I'm finding my vehicle when I knew exactly where it was. He cursed at me a couple more times and seemed to think he was my designated replacement to a spot. I didn't time it, but I believe he hung on for 10 grueling minutes of my wandering before gunning it hard out of the lot, going straight through a four-way stop and garnering the ire of several drivers. No cops, unfortunately. The funny part, as I left, I could clearly see a few scattered spots he could have taken if he weren't so obstinate or driving by pure spite. The best part, though, I walked to the store. (laughs) Ah, Nice. (laughs) And we'll start off with Buffalo Bill's Girl 76 in I work at a store and never leave work Or get there for that matter in my uniform Safety reasons I've had drivers yelling and demanding to know where I parked at On my way in and way out I always say in back No parking at all Is a road And keep walking sometimes wander around People suck <laughs> And frogs to flying in saying Great ending I have a similar story But not as exciting an ending My sister-in-law and I, with a 10-month-old daughter, went to the mall just before Christmas. Luckily, the one driving knew a place where there are usually some spots open, so she got one right away. We go shopping, my daughter starts getting fussy, so sister-in-law gives me her car keys so I can take daughter out to the car while they finish up their shopping. One car sees me putting my daughter into her car seat so they stop. It didn't dawn on me right away why they had stopped. The rows are narrow, so I thought they were giving me room to put the stroller in their trunk by this time there are a couple of cars behind them that can't go anywhere and they honk at the car a couple of times i put the stroller in close the trunk and climb into the back seat with my daughter the car finally zooms off and that's when i realized they were waiting for the parking spot (laughs) it is awkward when you do that though and people sit behind you and it's like no i'm still waiting for someone else to come out the store as well That has certainly happened to me and lord timotep says i live in an apartment above a small shopping center There is a lot with paid parking on the other side of the center, in front of the shops. Up until last year, parking on our street was free. I cannot count the number of times I couldn't park my car so I had to walk. The equivalent of three blocks or the number of times that I had to get something out of my car and had to tell people waiting for my spot that I wasn't leaving as I lived there. Since the parking on my street had become paid, as a resident we get a permit, I have no problems finding the spot anymore. And we'll have one more from Georgia Girl 52 Sim. what irritates the crap out of me is when they want your spot and they pull up so freaking close behind you, giving you no room to back out. Absolutely. But now, what do you guys think of this one? Have you ever been in a similar situation yourselves? Let me know in the comments below. Now I enjoyed that parking one so much I went and found another one because I love it. This one's from Fred's Red. Karen won't get out of the handicapped parking space and gets angry when she gets blocked in. <laughs> Here I was thinking that I'd ran out of entitled people stories that don't involve my mother but I'm back with yet another one. This happened a few days ago. I'm recovering from abdominal surgery 12 days prior to when this happened. I was finally feeling up for shopping and there were things I needed from the hardware store. I'm a 30-year-old disabled female in a wheelchair, incomplete quadriplegic, and I don't have a car, so I got a taxi there, one with a ramp on the back so I didn't have to get out of my wheelchair. Mr. Taxi Man, who we're called Bruce, dropped me off and I went in to do my thing. Nothing out of the ordinary. When I finished my shopping, I called to get the taxi back. It would be a 15-minute wait, but it was such a nice day that I didn't mind waiting outside. As I was waiting, I noticed that someone was parked in the disabled parking space, but there was no disabled tags on the windscreen. Annoying, but I honestly didn't care at that point. I just wanted to get home. About 10 minutes later, I saw a middle-aged woman walk out of the store and went straight to the car. She opened the boot, put her shopping in, and went around to the driver's side. But instead of getting in though, she got out a cigarette and started looking at her phone. A few minutes after that, I saw my taxi arrive. Bruce, being polite and patient man he is, waited for the woman to drive out of the car space. Karen knew he was waiting for her and she was damn sure she was parking illegally in the disabled parking space. But did you think she cared? She finished her cigarette and got into her car. We waited and waited, then waited some more, until Bruce got rightly fed up and parked the taxi directly behind Karen's car, blocking her in. This is when things got interesting. Karen began to honk her horn repetitively for a few seconds but she got out of her car. Karen said, What the bloody heck do you think you're doing? You blocked me in. (laughs) Bruce in a mocking, apologetic tone said, I'm very sorry, ma'am, but I need the car space and you seem to want to stay there. Just thought I'd do you a favor. Now, if you don't mind, I have a job to do. Bruce gestured in my direction as I gave Karen a big smile. I hate confrontation, so I appreciated Bruce doing it for me. Bruce got into the car and fastened me and my wheelchair into place, all the while with Karen yelling profanities and threatening to call the police. If it were any other day, I would have been happy to call the police so Karen would get a fine, but I just wanted to go home. It only took a few minutes before I was secured in the car and we left, but I made sure to give Karen a smile and one finger salute through the window as we were leaving, which made the encounter all the more sweeter. (laughs) And the majority of the people on this one were just saying like, go Bruce, go Bruce. Bruce is awesome. Yeah, we love Bruce. He's awesome. (laughs) And this next story comes from a deleted user. Despite the will, my aunt Karen thinks my parents' property belongs to her. Sorry for any mistakes in formatting and grammar. This is one of my first posts and while English is my native language, it is also my worst subject in school. So please bear with me this happened almost five years ago and i just got noticed yesterday that my entitled aunt karen had just died and i got a call from her husband asking me to attend the funeral next weekend and i declined as did my older brother mark for purposes of this story karen was my mother's older sister and she constantly interfered in my mother and her children's lives she never liked my father and always tried to tell my mother that she made a mistake by marrying him She didn't like the name my parents picked out for my older brother and my great-grandmother died the day before I was born. And when Karen found out they were going to name me after her, Karen freaked out and said that she wanted to name her potential future kid that, so my mother couldn't use it. Then she tried to talk her out of it by saying, it's too old fashioned and kids would make fun of me, which they did, but for other reasons. See my username for a clue. She criticized both my brothers and my choice of friends and even complained when i started playing softball because proper ladies didn't play sports and if her daughter ever tried playing a sport she would have her removed from the team spoiler she never had children the day after my 16th birthday my parents drove on a business trip down to california i live in idaho my dad said that when they got back he would drive me to the dmv to get my license He never did, because on the drive to California, they hit a patch of ice, spun out, crashed, and died. I was a wreck for some time after that. I didn't want to attend my high school graduation later because my parents wouldn't be there. Their will split everything evenly between my brother and I. At the funeral, my parents who owned their own business, production manager Tim was talking to my brother and my brother told him that in a couple of weeks he would step in and take over and he was counting on Tim to run things smoothly until then and help him in taking over and learning the ropes. I had no interest in the business other than it was a guaranteed summer job when I was growing up. So I stayed out of it and just collected profit checks until I sold my half to Mark and he continues to run the business to this day. Mark told Tim that he should assure the employees that their jobs were safe and no major changes would be made. That one day, Aunt Karen showed up and began putting her stuff in my parents' office. When my Tim confronted her about this, she said his services were no longer needed and he was fired. Tim called Mark up and Mark went down with a family attorney, some police and the necessary paperwork and had her removed. While she said the place was now hers because it was her sister's, so she was now the owner. As long as I have known her, she's never had a steady job and has had three husbands, not counting the man who called me, never met him and milked each one for as much as she could until she divorced him. The next day I was leaving for school. I walked, it was fairly close, about 10 minutes and saw her car and a moving van park outside. She said she was moving into her house and then said in a sickly sweet voice that for a reasonable rent, she would allow me to continue to stay there until I graduated high school. I went in and called my brother and he again showed up with a family attorney, police and all the paperwork and had her removed from the property. I was at school so I didn't get to see what happened but that night Mark gave me a business card for a policeman who I assumed helped deal with all of this and told me that if I ever saw Aunt Karen on or near the property to call that number and report her immediately, don't even try to confront her or give her a warning, just call. I do know that the movers charged to move all her stuff into the van, drive across town, get turned away and drive back across town and move her stuff back into her apartment, which she hadn't given notice yet. I got scared to the point that I didn't like letting our dog into the backyard when I was at school. I used to put her out in the yard to let her play in the fence backyard while I was in school. For a while, I just put her in the locked and closed garage and then cleaned up her messes when I got home in the afternoon. Eventually, Karen moved to Colorado, where I assumed she met and married the man who called me, and said that she had died and couldn't find anyone from her family to attend the funeral. I chose not to tell him about her, politely said, sorry for your loss, but I can't make it. From discussions with Mark, he basically told him the same thing. Outside of myself, Mark, and Mark's infant daughter, I don't think she has any living relatives. I still own the house. Mark gave me his half as part of the deal where I sold him his half of the business but still sleep in my bedroom. I refuse to move into what was once my parents' bedroom, the master bedroom, go to a local university, go Broncos and still miss my parents and think about them every day. And even though I am 20, 21 in less than two weeks, own a large home, have lots of money in the bank, I would trade it all to have my parents back but I don't care about how or why of Aunt Karen's death. Thank you for reading and sorry for the length. No, I'm sorry that crikey at that age, losing both your parents in such a tragic way like that. I can't imagine what Opie would be going through. That must be so heartbreaking, oh man and then having to deal with this entitled aunt at the same time, walking into a business claiming that she's thinking she just owns it because her sister owned it previously, and then the house too. And it sounds like you're lucky to have Mark on your side and having all the paperwork and stuff in order and legal representatives too that he was there at this particular time. I'm not saying that OP couldn't have dealt with it, but it sounds like Mark had his shit together at that particular moment ready for that kind of thing to happen, you know. And now we'll cover a couple of the comments, starting with Latent saying, I am sorry for your loss and I'm glad that you and your brother have each other. Your parents apparently plan well to make sure that you two would be financially secure without them. And quote, spoiler, she never had children. Then says, for the safety and sanity of these imaginary children, thank goodness she never produced them. Not all people are fit to be parents. Cancer2009 says, man, OP, I'm sorry for your loss. Your aunt sucked. Followed by Atom Skeeter saying, Imagine telling your orphan niece that you're moving into what's legally their home, but she can stay if she pays rent. What a ghoul of a woman. Sorry for your loss and for the fact you had to deal with her at all. And CJ's opinion says, so sorry for your loss, but I'm glad you have your brother willing to stand up for you. Internet hugs to you both. Followed by Sunny906N, I am so, so beyond sorry for the tragic loss of your parents and at such a young age too. This is unimaginably awful. And then to deal with additional stress, I'm sure your parents are proud of where you are in life. Keep going, mate. Absolutely. Now, how would you deal with a situation like this? Put yourself in OP shoes, you know, going for all that tragic stuff, and then having to deal with an entitled family member on top of it, trying to take their things. Maybe you have had similar stuff before. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy this episode of Entitled People. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And if you're feeling extra spicy today, you can also support the channel by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. But never any pressure to do so, just only if you fancy it, right? (laughs) Thank you so much for your love, support, and time. And I will see you, you spicy so-and-sos. In the next one, take care, guys. Much love.
0: I got food up in the fridge. Y'all keep looking for that. No way, I think I like it. How it is. Hold up. What was that?